Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, God's Property. Now, the word property, by definition, is a thing or things owned by someone, a possession, or possessions. So with that being said, we were purchased with the spotless blood of Jesus Christ when he was crucified at Calvary, we were bought with a price. Therefore, you do not own yourself and your body. Your spirit and your body belongs to the Father, purchased through the blood of Jesus. So, with that being said, we should live our lives to please God, to do, to do the things for the kingdom, winning souls for the kingdom. These things we should be spending our time here on earth pursuing. These are the things that are important. All right. Let me just give you an example about someone owning property or a property owner. All right. So when you, uh, let's say, you join the armed forces. All right. When you do such thing, you sign over yourself as property to the U.S. government, all right, for however many years you have signed a contract, whether it be for two or for four or however many years, it doesn't matter. They become your supervisor or overseer. You become their possession as agreed by contract. Now, with that, you can't leave their boundaries or jurisdiction without getting their permission first. All right, because they become owners of you, in a sense, for that duration under that contract. All right. Same rules apply when you break the law. OK, if you break the law, if you slip in the trap that Satan puts out there and you find yourself uh, breaking the law. Wherever you reside, that city or state will convict you and strip you away from your freedom and physically, and you become physically their property, property of the state, until the debt has been served and paid in full. All right? So this whole message uh, is it's to let God's children know that we belong to God. We've been purchased with the precious and spotless blood of Jesus Christ, you don't you do not belong to yourself. You shouldn't do the things that the world wants you to do to please the flesh. You should be trying to please the Father in every day, in every walk, in always, in all things. This should be your ambition. This should be our collective ambition to please the father not to walk in our own greed and lust as the world does we should set the example all right so the first reading is going to come from the book of corinthians first corinthians chapter 6 as it is written verse 12 all things are lawful for me but all things are not helpful all things are lawful for me, 
but I will not be brought under the power of any. All right. Verse 13. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods. But God will destroy both it and them. Now, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Verse 14. And God both raised up the Lord and will raise us up also by his power. All right. Verse 15. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? That's a question mark there. Certainly not. All right. Certainly not. Verse 16. Or do you know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. All right. Verse 17. But he who is joined to the Lord is of one spirit with him. All right. Verse 18. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. <clears throat> Excuse me. Verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have from God, and you are not your own. All right. Verse 20 For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. All right. So basically, like I said <clears throat> earlier, everything about how we should conduct ourselves. We need to understand that Jesus paid the ultimate price for you and me so that we can have freedom and have fellowship and have the kingdom of God residing within us. All right. We are property of the kingdom. We are property of the father. He owns us. Jesus owns us. And that's a good thing. Would you want to be in this world without God? For I, I hope and I pray that this reaches you in your spirit. You are not your own. This is what the father says. This is his words. He sent his son and purchased us. We don't belong to ourselves. We belong to Christ. We are children of the most high God. We must conduct ourselves as such. Now I'm going to read this again. Verse 18. This is uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6. Verse 18. As it is written. Flee sexual immorality. Period. There's a period there. Is this point cut and dry? Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, 
But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Wow. For you were bought at a price. You were purchased. God sent Jesus down here to buy the spirits and souls for the kingdom. He had to die. Blood had to be shed. His blood, perfect, spotless blood because of our sin nature, because our wickedness, so that we could have fellowship with the Father. We were bought at a price, a high price. A high price. Jesus was tortured. He was disfigured in crucifixion. Unrecognizable to men. Bought at a high price for us. That's why God says, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. All right. Verse 17. Uh, well, this is, excuse me. Let's go to Luke 17. All right. New King James Version. Verse 20. As it is written. Now watch this. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus answered. He answered and said to them, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. All right. It's not going to be a structure. It's not going to be some building, all right, as we can say, as a physical building, all right? Watch this, verse 21, nor will they say, see here or see there. That means you're not going to, it's not visible. You're not going to see these things, all right? For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you, all right? This is the word of God. So the kingdom resides inside of us. Now watch this, <clears throat> the word kingdom by definition, it's territory ruled by a king or a queen, all right? The spiritual reign or authority of God. So, in other words, the kingdom is territory of God within us, all right? Ruled by him, all right? And directed by him, okay? So, if you are being led into sin, that means you're being directed by the devil. All right? So you got to understand, when you walk in this earth, you should do such with the mindset that I want to please the Father and not the enemy. All right? The enemy is after your soul. All right? So, but we... As born-again believers in Christ, we are to disciple and win souls for the kingdom. This is your purpose, all right? This is your purpose. This is taking, taking territory, all right? Now, the enemy wants to possess uh, God's children's souls. That's what he's doing. We need to arm ourselves with the word of God and do the work that Jesus did. Jesus came to evict wicked spirits out of God's children to take back that territory. Now watch this. Kingdom, by definition, territory ruled by a king or queen. All right? So 
The kingdom of God is territory of God within us. So we have the kingdom. We have we we God's territory is within us. It resides within us. That's why Jesus said to the Pharisees, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. All right. So like I said, that word kingdom by definition is territory ruled by a king, the spiritual reign or authority of God. All right, so as disciples, again, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we ought to be serving eviction notices to demonic spirits, taking back territory, all right, taking back that kingdom that that wicked spirit has uh, imposed and possessed God's children. Now, remember now, the body is just a temple. It's a host for the spirit, all right? So you got to check yourself and figure out which spirit you're going to follow. You're going to are you going to follow the spirit of Christ and renew your mind with the word of God to speak on those things that Jesus has taught and instructed or are you going to walk in the ways of the world, of the lust of the world, in the greed of the world, all right? So it's a choice. It's a choice. This message, I'm speaking to somebody. The Holy Spirit is speaking to somebody. You got to make a decision on who you're going to follow because a time is drawing near. We are that generation in the last days. All right. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is coming back soon. He is coming back soon. Jesus is reality. You need to understand that he is coming back soon. He was here. He left and he's coming back. All right. You got to you got to you got to know this in your spirit and believe it. All right. Now, watch this. Let me just give you an example. Jesus is the property owner or landlord of born again followers of his righteousness. All right. So when we have a problem, we should go to the owner. Jesus, we were bought and purchased at a high price. He owns us through his blood. All right. When we see when we receive him as Lord and Savior in our hearts and, and follow his righteousness, he is your landlord. When you have a problem, you go to the landlord. That's Jesus Christ. Now, let's just take it in the physical realm. If you have any problems with a building you are renting, you will seek out the landlord to fix any problems that exist. Why? Why won't you fix it? Because you don't own the property and it's not your responsibility. All right. Just remember that. The same thing applies to your body. Jesus and the father owns this body. All right. When we have a problem, we should go to them for repairs, for healing. All right. Not, I'm not saying doctors and all that, but men are limited. All right. They are limited to the knowledge that they have. All right. That they've been blessed with. But God heals 
all. He can do all. He designed the body. He knows everything about you. It's all about right believing and faith. Believing when you ask that he's capable and he's willing to repair or heal whatever's broken. All right, now watch this. I'm going to read that again. If you have any problems with the building you are renting, you will seek out the landlord to fix that problem or whatever problems that exist. Why? Because you do not own the property and it's not your responsibility. All right. It is the landlord's responsibility for make to make all repairs to the property as owner. All right. Same go same goes for your physical body. Jesus purchased us all right the, the territory the kingdom is within us we were bought with a price we do not own our body god does therefore he is responsible for making all repairs or healings to the temple that he has given us when we ask in faith in jesus name it's just that that simple we make it complicated but it's just that simple now watch this you have to understand, God does not want any to perish. None of us. He, even the wicked ones, he said he has no pleasure in destroying the wicked. He wants us all to come to repentance. So, like I said, for us that are born again, we should be like Jesus as disciples, evicting wicked spirits from God's children. When in souls for the kingdom. All right. Watch this. Second Peter. New King James Version. Chapter 3. Verse 8. But beloved. Do not forget this one thing. That with the Lord. One day. Is as a thousand years. And a thousand years. As one day. Verse 9. Watch this. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count as slackness but is long suffering toward us now wow what he's saying he's being patient he's being patient that's going back to what i said before he does not want any to perish he doesn't want any of us his children to perish he is long suffering towards us very patient so that's why you hear people say, well, when God's coming back, when Jesus is coming back, why are you rushing it? God is very patient with mankind. He's long-suffering towards us. He's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Turn away from that wicked stuff. Turn away from the world's way. Turn away from the devil's destruction. That's all he's out there trying to do is destroy your body, your mind, your spirit, and ultimately your soul. That's his objective. Nothing else. Just simple as that. It's not rocket science. You have to choose. What are you going to do? Are you living for the world just to be happy like everybody else, which what they call happiness? That rug will get pulled right from under you. And when it does, who do you have? What do you have? 
Have you been renewing your mind? Or are you going to turn to some other alternative that's more destructive than that walk that you've been taking? It's all a trap. The enemy has done nothing but laid traps from day one. And people are still falling and slipping in that same old system, the world's way. You have to renew your mind. Being born again is fantastic. But with that, transformation needs to take place. All right? You can't stay as a moth forever. At some point, you got to break out of that cocoon and become a butterfly. All right? You have to be transformed. And the only way you're going to be transformed is by renewing your mind with the Word of God. With the Word of God. Whatever you are listening to, you are going to act on. Whatever you are feeding your mind with, you're going to act out. All right? It's just as simple as that. Whatever you see and whatever you take in your hearing, you are planting seeds. And eventually, they will take root. And you're going to act out on those seeds. And if it's not the seed, that's going to be of God that's going to bring prosperity. It's going to be a weed, all right, that's going to choke everything that God wants to do in your life. All the promises, those weeds are going to take root and choke it, and you won't see anything coming uh, as for prosperity or blessings in your life if you are walking in the world's way. You have to renew your mind with the Word of God. You have to allow that Word to take root. If you want to see the promises that God has in his word, he wants to fulfill those things in our lives. But we are the hindrance when we decide to say, okay, I'm going to walk and follow Jesus. And then I'm going to do this and follow the world. You can't be both ways. You can't do that. You got to be all in. And And if you do that, trust me, don't trust the word. Don't trust me. Trust the word. It will fulfill what it said it will do. The word will not come back void. When God says it, you can bank it. All right. Man will fail you. All right. The world system will lift you up to tear you down. That's just the ways of the world. All right. But when God blesses you, he does it with any resentment all right you will know you will not resent you will be happy you will be joyful all right when he blesses you it's the best thing ever when the world tries to bless you there's going to be problems problems will come with it all right so we have to transform our minds to be in jesus likeness and image each day by renewing our minds with the word of god All right. So in short, we don't belong to ourselves. We are the property of our heavenly father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And God bless.